growing up we have been taught that okay you're a female you have to behave properly if you have anger you know just don't show your anger a client comes to you and he's confused about the feeling so how would you work with that person deeper into this awareness i will use different mediums can be art can be writing can be movement can be internal breath can be dialogue voice so i use different mediums to go deeper into the identification the first part of the session you know where people do not feel very comfortable when they meet you know their friends but they still behave in a certain way they you know they get jitters they get extreme anxious but they have to be out there uh in easy ways i can tell you can be very general breath focused exercises grounding exercises walking running tapping deep breaths so that subconsciously jo hum kar rahe hain apne bachchon ke sath apne aas paas atmosphere mein uske liye we should be you know uske liye awareness rahe our intentions might be caring parents intentions might be caring but from the other side let's let's talk about the child might be taking it differently knowing each other's intention matters so it's okay to sit and chat it's okay to have this check in time listening time hey are you the smartest in the room or the topper in the class or maybe you have landed in your dream job but still you're not happy you're worried about your future constantly thinking and overwhelmed well intelligence and academics are just the piece of the puzzle as the gen z say dululu is the sululu meaning just getting it out there or out of your mind solves most of the thing Right. Hi, this is Dr. Deepika Krishna, a female health expert and a strategic health coach. Well, today I am here to help all the overwhelmed, overthinker and anxious high achievers to get some insights and some calmness in your life. So, if you are one who is completely overwhelmed, overthinker, anxious, continuously thinking, uh, if you are the one who is a ambitious go-getter but still are troubled with your thoughts and worries and your unnecessary fear, today is the topic for you. So today we have Sophia Ali who is a psychotherapist and she has been helping high achievers taking care of their unnecessary fear, thought and anxiousness. So let's bring Sophia Ali today. Hi Sophie, how are you? I'm good thank you thank you for having me here okay most welcome in fact in today's topic we are going to decode the hacks and find out how to channelize your emotion your uh, thoughts and your behavior sophia it's a very interesting topic and um, off the screen we were discussing that how you have been helping so many people you know channelize through all their fear and anxiousness in fact the topic which is about your emotion your thoughts and your behavior i feel all these three are also interconnected uh, i really feel that you know first you get that uh, thought right or maybe that emotion which is which arises first and the emotion makes the thought and with that thought you do some action which is which considers to be your behavior is is that so what do you have to say about today's topic so when we talk about uh, human body what i sense first is physical mm mm-hmm. the moment i said i sense it's physical what is happening inside my body 
then going into emotion, feelings, tired, happy, irritated, or frustrated, joyful, can be multiple. Feelings related to maybe sensation and then thoughts can be, okay, I uh, wanted to do this or I was not able to achieve that. That's a thought, a particular thought about that situation. Now with each person, it might be different because each one of us is different and unique in its own way. Mm -hmm. So some people might give importance to one particular level so they, these three are called three levels of awareness. Yeah. Some people might give more importance to thought than emotion. Some might be giving more importance to emotion than physical sensation. Whereas the other aspect to it is some might just go with, okay, this is what I'm sensing right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or there will be blend of it. Mm -hmm. So it totally depends on person to person what they're experiencing and how they're experiencing depending on where they are in the situation. Yeah, yeah so, uh, you know, what I understood that, okay, emotion, behavior, so emotion, your thoughts and behavior, right? And when you work with your clients, you check the behavior and then you work on the thought and then you work on the uh, emotion or all the three things are differently worked, like how it is. So I go with the need of the client. Mm -hmm. So what is present? What is present right now? What is calling for attention? or what is seeking attention of that particular person. Mm -hmm. So for me as a therapist, it's very important to listen where my client is coming from. So here it can be sensation, it can be thoughts, it can be emotions. And then the behavior that they notice, sometimes other people notice the behavior. So when we talk about behavior, so physical, emotional, mental can be very personalized, can be what, what I am experiencing inside my body. Okay. Whereas behavior can be, okay, I can see it, but sometimes I'm not able to capture it and other people are telling, maybe my family member noticing and capturing and letting me know that, okay, this is what is happening. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it will take some time to go deeper into the awareness. Yeah, I really uh, like you. I really appreciate you saying that, you know, how family notices, you know, when these symptoms arrive or, or when there is a sequence of any kind of behavior or emotion or thought. I think that is why it is so important for the family and the friends to intervene if uh, somebody is continuously doing certain kind of thing. I think it's important for them to bring it out there and to uh, talk about that, right? Because we discussed that Delulu is the Salulu. So I think, you know, rather than keeping it in your mind or just behaving in a certain way, one should talk about uh, this. So that brings me to my, you know, uh, next question, which I wanted to know that what are some common um, bad habits emotionally which people develop over the years while growing up you know let's say a child which is a complete so filled with so much of love uh, you know have so much of trust uh, everyone whoever is picking the child up and now uh, gradually as the child turns into adult or goes into school turns into adult you know does their job and likewise the emotion and the mental health everything keeps on changing so what are the common bad habits which we emotionally develop unknowingly? When we talk about unhealthy habits, particularly emotional based, yeah. then I think so it depends on experience. It depends on how individual is experiencing the situation, mm -hmm. the 
what is happening around how the environment is where the person is going so i guess in this particular question the situation matters a lot yeah and yeah. the way the person the way the individual handle the emotion yeah or even like also question the the question comes in do i know what emotion i'm sensing mm-hmm. so unhealthy emotion would occur way back first i need to know that okay i am experiencing this emotion mm-hmm. am i aware this is what i'm experiencing am i aware this is what is happening inside my body when i experience this particular emotion yeah so it becomes unhealthy but before that i need to know what is happening i need to know that this is emotion and this particular emotion is giving me this sensation yeah. now this again brings me to the first conversation we had when we started physical emotional mental mm-hmm. if i separate it if i am going deeper with each level i am able to gain more awareness about myself you know sophia how how strange world we live in that you know we are not emotionally aware of uh, you know our feelings although uh, one reason can be that we don't talk about it there is no education which been happening in school colleges that okay this is also a very very important factor chalo food or nutrition ki ab baat hone lagi hai but still mental health is now you know catching up very very strongly people are talking about it emotional health which eventually develops that mental um, you know uh, you know illness or mental uh, incapability or you know mentally upset feeling that is so much important and uh, like you said ki apne emotions ko leke aware hona you know to know ki acha mere ko ye feel ho raha i'm feeling sad there is a reason which i'm feeling sad is this sadness is this anger and also expressing that emotion yeah. i think you know growing up we have been taught that okay you're a female you have to behave properly yeah. if you have anger you know just don't show your anger so many times in uh, cartoon series you know they show that okay mom is getting angry she goes in the bathroom she screams in the bathroom beat some st- stuffed toy and then come out very soberly nicely <laughs> so you know these kind of thoughts these kind of ideation has been placed whether it is for men you know they have to be strong they can't cry they you know cannot show their tears mm. i think uh, such prejudice thought uh, has also made us very very challenge uh, put us in a very very challenging situation where we don't know that whether it is sad happiness anger frustration what is the emotion mm. right so how uh, your client how do you channelize like let's say a client comes to you and he is confused about the feeling maybe he is uh, um a professional uh you know uh, entrepreneur who is developing something but still very confused and feels unknown scare unknown fear so how would you work with that person like what would you give the what would be your first action first action would be nothing it would be i would be listening to my client yeah. the approach i use is movement based expressive arts therapy approach mm-hmm. so when we talk about that approach there is a sense of okay i am working with myself as a therapist as well so there is this intuitive sense that i have of just pausing and listening and then going into gentle transition of identifying what is happening which level my client is at 
then going deeper into exploring those levels wow. so when i talk about the approach the approach then says that okay our body holds memory information mm-hmm. so each and every situation experience our body is holding in yeah. and through so if i have to go deeper into this awareness i will use different mediums mm-hmm. can be art can be writing can be movement can be internal breath can be dialogue voice so i use different mediums to go deeper into the identification the first part of the session to explore where we are okay to explore okay. and identify maybe you can say challenges to identify challenges or to identify why um some of the why questions the client is experiencing so the flow depends completely on the client and it depends on how the client is responding to different mediums yeah okay so there are some tools some you know dance tools some movement tools which you use to discover the level of uh, emotional emotion quotient quotient right so not exactly dance move but it's more like so for example i will uh, okay so we'll do this just do this and this okay, okay, do this yeah. with me this and this so what is coming in your mind when you extend your arms uh what would right now i'm in a very positive thought that's why i'm feeling i accept all the love and uh, all the positivity to, to me only <laughs> okay and then when you do this when okay. you do this with so, force i push out all my negativity okay so here the theme that was present like i did it very briefly uh, when i'm in a session i'm doing it very in a detailed manner so here pushing away coming to yourself mm-hmm. taking in accepting so you know just this movement can bring pushing away as a very intense theme yeah and then accepting love hope coming together so see the gesture just like this yeah i so it can be like this movement so it's mm-hmm. not about a proper structured dance it can be more of uh, saying something about the theme mm-hmm. pushing away letting go coming to yourself observing holding on uh, releasing can be multiple themes that we can work on standing on walking towards leaving behind oh wow so different themes I exploration and love it it just deeper. it is like non verbal communication with yourself and the universe you know it just with your action and your emotion which is flowing by your arms and legs and your movement and your thoughts right i i just i am just I just loved it. It is brilliant, you know. I can sense it. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I know. Like, okay. I know. I'm mean, automatically. I'm absorbing <laughs> all the positive radiations here from you. Well, you know, coming back to um, our our question that how you know uh, how the society has mended up that how you know how we have to behave, how we have to um, you know be in a certain way, behave in a certain way. Um, I remember, you know, one of our client. Uh, you know uh, like i have cancer hospitals and we do work with a lot of cancer patients so the patient was uh, like was around 42 years and was having uh, breast cancer so when we looked at the history of the patient like going back right from the childhood i mean initially she said okay her child was beautiful there was nothing you know it was absolutely spectacular the way it should be i'm like okay what do you mean the way it should be like okay you grow up they had uh, you know siblings which were boys so you know the girl 
the boys were getting a lot of attention. They were, you know, parents were taking care of the boys and the girl was supposed to do things which, mm. you know, automatically the family believed that ye to karegi. And then the uh, relatives and everyone ki achha, ye, you know, kali hai zada, kaise hoga iska shadi kaise hoga, malai lagao, besan lagao, wo sort of thing uska bachpan raha hai, right? So for her, it's natural, it's normal, right? And then, you know, she goes to the school where, you know, she's a good performer, but the teacher just because of the way she looks or she, you know, she performed, I mean, she, teacher usko piche kar deti. Like, you know, you're not the front one, you just go behind, right? So that, of course, it, it leaves some kind, it's, it's an emotion, you know, emotional thing. It's a, a tragic thing for a child, for a six, seven year old child, it's definitely a tragic thing. So going on, Uska journey was like this only. Wherever she wants to perform, she wants to come up to the stage, speak, but the whoever is leading the show, and she assumed, okay, that's how she's supposed to be, right? And then the teachers, you know, who teach you various things who are, you know, sometimes biased, sometimes, you know, mm. even with your academics, like we were talking that how academics and emotions are not connected, but it is connected when it comes to, you know, school and growing up and things like that, right? And then later, of course, uh, she got married, which she feels very privileged about uh, wherever she's married, you know, so she feels extremely privileged that, uh, uh, the husband is loving and the husband is giving her opportunity to work, to, you know, explore her, you know, go and explore the world while she's also handling the child and all the kids, which I think most of the moms, we are, you know, girls are superhuman. We do manage a lot of things. Uh, and now, you know, there are relations. She's been handling, handling her, um, you know, husband's side family, her side family, and so much of relatives with different kind of situations, which she feels that it is okay. Many karungi to kon karega. You know, that kind of feeling. But eventually, I feel that all these things are a kind of a suppression or repression of your emotion. I mean, I don't know if a child just ko ekdam se teacher achhi performer or usko piche kar de, she wouldn't feel hurt. Right? I don't know if, uh, you know, a girl like her who is so well-educated, very, you know, highly qualified, jisko permission diya jata hai kaam karne ke liye, she won't feel emotionally hurt. Mm -hmm. I, I think all these things have repressed and suppressed the emotions, right? And in cancer also, now we know that so much of suppressed emotions, stress, come up in various forms to your physical body, right? So I think Emotion is so deeply rooted to your health and like you said, we tend to forget it. We tend to not pay attention. This is the very, very important thing which each and every child should be taught at school. I think your course should be happening right from the KG or nursery, right? Don't you, don't you think like that? Yeah, I think so. It's very important to unlearn and then learn. Yeah unlearn some of the things that makes you feel sad mm -hmm. that I why I'm here why questioning like okay I should not be here should I need to do this my parents told me to sit like this I'm a girl I'm a boy I should act like this I should talk like this this is the way I should yeah. be it's very important to know who I am actually the authentic self. It's very important to explore that authentic self. Mm -hmm. And it is only explored when you feel safe, when you feel that it's okay to be the way I am. Mm -hmm. 
एंड फ्रॉम द अदर साइड एक्सेप्टेंस कैन बी एक्सेप्टेंस फ्रॉम द पेरेंट्स टीचर्स आई कैन आई कैन टेल यू अबाउट माई ओन चाइल्डहुड वेयर टीचर्स वर नॉट दैट एक्सेप्टिंग दे वर गाइडिंग आई वोट से दैट ओर देर वॉज नो गाइडेंस येस आई एम श्योर बिकॉज ऑफ ईच एंड एवरी पर्सन हु हैज़ हेल्प मी इन माई जर्नी आई डू थैंक दैम बट दैन एट द सेम टाइम इट्स वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट द टीचर्स वर इन अ डिफरेंट वे गाइडिंग यू should stand out because you did not do your homework example oh my gosh those were the scary days man oh yes thank yes. god it's over <laughs> thank god it's over and yeah. still i'm working with few teenagers where uh, they do talk about that okay i need i want to be in that gang that talks about uh, latest things even though she connects with someone who is just reading a book sitting in the corner but because of peer pressure i will stay with that gang so that knowing that my identity where i belong where i need to be or where i feel i need to be my own wants yeah. my own needs is important that exploration takes time and that exploration can be done going into therapy and it's okay to just go into therapy the way you go to anybody uh, like any other doctor yeah uh, in fact sophia i mean you spoke about how we adjust ourselves because we are you know a community we want to be accepted everywhere that brings me to your know, social pressure which is also a thing in today's i mean it was always a thing you know where people do not feel very comfortable when they meet you know their friends but they still behave in a certain way they you know they get jitters they get extreme anxious but they have to be out there right maybe the work demands maybe the uh, you know friends and family demands so how can one channelize that kind of emotion let's say this let's talk about this emotion in particular a person who is uh, introvert i won't say because i believe that you know personalities change a person who likes to you know sit with a book at one side but the work demands him to go and meet and do interactions with uh, various uh, people so how does one can you know come out and do that and how can one handle that kind of emotion so first aspect of it is willingness to work towards it mm-hmm. and if uh, i enjoy my space being alone sitting alone and reading a book it's fine mm-hmm. but if i am willing to work on it i am willing to step out to explore other aspect of my own self yeah then why not so yes awareness plays a very important role uh bringing in more um, focus okay if i am talking to someone mm-hmm. and if there is this palpitation or um, some sensation vibration or feeling okay i don't i don't want to stand here and constant moving of body and yeah. knowing that okay there is something is happening inside the body acknowledging that working with it going to a professional if i am not aware so quick uh, an easy ways i can tell you can be very general breath focused exercises grounding exercises walking running tapping mm-hmm. deep breaths just acknowledging where that emotion is coming from tapping that body part staying with that body part just gesture of like okay maybe i need love today and maybe sitting with it Mm-hmm. so some of the some of these grounding exercises can be done whereas if you find that oh, i i am i don't know 
I don't think so it's working for me. There is no direction right now. Then it's important to go to a professional. There are different therapists. There are expressive art therapists, music therapists, drama therapists. I am registered somatic movement therapist. So like this, there are other uh, aspect of therapy that is opening, approach is opening. Mm. So you can go to the therapist you connect with and you can find your own self. You can explore your own self in a different way. Let's say shade of myself, like different shades of me. Yeah. And it's okay. One shade of me talks about, oh, I, I like being alone. Mm -hmm. And the other shade of me talks about, oh, I like being with the community, exploring, exchanging, acknowledging each other, talking. But also I know that, okay, it's, is it taking my energy too much? Yeah, so let yeah. me step back and let me come back to my space. Let me go there and exchange energy. So acknowledging that energy that you carry inside and the different sense of yourself you carry and when to use that self mm. becomes, okay, part of awareness. Mm -hmm. That, okay, I have choice. And it's very important to accept who you are and then also accept that you have choice. I have choice to sit here. I have choice to walk outside and just be there. Yeah. So that choice brings a very important role in one's life. That, okay, I have choices to do the way I would like to do. Yeah, lovely. And I have choice to choose the therapies. I have choice to take a day off if I'm not feeling, you know, so well emotionally. I think that's also a thing. Now, you spoke about so many therapies, right? Is, is it difficult for a person, like how a person choose that, okay, what kind of therapy should I go for? You know, because a lot of therapies, like the one you are doing, is very, very new for a society, you know, which has already been laid back on mental health. Mm -hmm. So how does one, uh, where does one go to find out, okay, which one is working for me? Like, how do I find it? By experiencing. Mm -hmm. You cannot, there's no shortcuts here. There's no magic, even in the therapy I'm doing. It might take time, but what will uh, help you with your decision is experiencing and That's being true. with other therapies or just exploring. So, so sabko fees deni padegi, and the therapy is pretty expensive. So, so therapists are doing workshops. Okay. So you can just attend workshops, and if you connect yeah. with uh, the facilitation skills or the way the therapist is facilitating, mm. so that that plays a very important role. How the therapist holding the space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I was in college. I tried different workshops and that workshop only gave me light towards this path. Mm -hmm. That's okay, I can explore dance therapy. After doing dance therapy, movement therapy, and then exploring, furthermore, attending conferences, I got to know, okay, I would like to go deeper into it. Then yeah. I worked yeah. for a while. And after working with children, I wanted to explore expressive arts. Mm -hmm. So I applied for expressive art therapy course and wow. that's how I found my way you know whatever you're doing it's sounding pretty fascinating although I have seen some of your workshop which are spectacular so I think the easiest way for everyone out there who are thinking you know hamare ko therapy karani chahiye, nahi karani chahiye, and you know should we pay uh, the therapist so much or not probably you can attend one of the workshop to any of your choices of uh, therapists you know see that how they are working how they're holding up the space and if you connect with them you know definitely I think that's that's how you can make the choice. You can narrow down your 
path much more better. I, I feel that, you know, because I, I also would have done that. So, you know, Sophia, I would uh, really take this uh, opportunity to ask you one more thing. You know, my son, I have two kids. So uh, the younger one, the elder one is doing very good in school. He's socially very well connected, you know, doing wonderful with his uh, academics and things. The younger one is also doing very good in academics. He's also very socially, uh, you know, well connected and doing his things. But still he fears that, you know, I have to match up to Bhaiya. You know, I have to you know do what bhaiya is doing so he has his different personality he uh, you know he talks about geography he talks about you know uh, world politics and various other interests and my elder one he has his own interest like fashion and things and all and of course i mean today's today's insta thing because the game of um, you know, looks is so perfect with everyone that people talk about fashion and they get more interested towards that topic. You know, hence a lot of attention goes when, you know, people talk about makeup, fashion and thing and patla kaise and things like that. But um, on the other hand, geography and uh, world politics and economics is a little boring, particularly for the kids at that age. So he comes up to me, you know, mama, that I uh, don't know what to do, you know, because everyone is so fond of bhaiya. You know, I do have my friends. I'm very happy. But I feel that you want me to make more friends. And I listen, I don't know why you're thinking this, but I never told you that. Then he comes and he says, Mama, you also say that you have friends at home. You have friends at You know, I have a set of friends, Mama. I can get them. So I think unknowingly, mm. as a mother, I have created this, uh, I've given this vibe maybe that I want you to see like you know, what Bhaiya is doing. And I think at this situation, the parents also need counseling. Yeah, they also need therapy. So that subconsciously, isn't it? Do you get parents coming up and talking like this situations? Okay, I'm doing this, this, I got to know. Now what should I do? How should I how should I rectify? Or you tell me how should I rectify now? <laughs> But that's uh, very important. I would like to appreciate that you were talking about it. Yeah. And he was sharing that, okay, this is what happened. And then you're like, oh, no, I, that was not what I meant. Yeah. So now that's important. Our intentions might be caring. Parents' mm -hmm. intentions might be caring. But from the other side, let's, let's talk about the child. Might be taking it differently. Mm -hmm. Might be taking it, oh, what's happening? Yeah. No, is, is uh, she instructing me? She wants me to do that? Or uh, this is the way I should do? This is the way people should be? Or this is the way people should behave? Yeah. So that check-in gave that window to talk about that, okay, no, mm -hmm. this was not my intention. So not just... Uh, parent-child relationship. It's with also husband-wife, yeah. friends, intentions, m misunderstandings, not talking about it or, or giving too much guidance. Or I'm, I'm using a very gentle term, can be too much direction, do <laughs> teaching, this. <laughs> teaching too much of teaching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you have to do this. That's very important that knowing each other's intention matters. So it's okay to sit and chat. It's mm. okay to have this check-in time, listening time. So as a mother, today what I will do, just deciding that okay, as a mother, today what I will do, I will just listen. Yeah. No reaction. Mm -hmm. I will just listen. 
and if the respond is coming i'll check in can i respond now mm-hmm. and it's okay to ask like that it's okay even if i am a mother or a father or a husband or wife i can ask can i can i talk now can i share do you want me to listen i i talked about it before yeah, as well yeah. this aspect plays a very important role very important role to understand where the child is yes the parents are coming to me that okay i don't like this sofia Mm-hmm. so if i don't like she comes at home and she's aggressive and she's like i don't want to do this and how to handle that sometimes mm-hmm. so that that's like if you are able to communicate the intentions and also sitting together the way you do it with anyone else like with friends we sit and talk maybe it's all about gadget nowadays oh. but also telling that okay we have we we need to let go of that right now mm. let's just just talk let's just exchange gestures let's just look at each other let's mm. just notice be there maybe also be there in silence yeah yeah it's not forceful to oh, i have to talk oh my god i don't have my phone so i have to talk mm. not like that oh we can we can play games together so a beautiful way with child to communicate is through games through games walking together acknowledging okay and then um, having those fun exchanging games where there is no direction mm-hmm. but also openness and freedom to explore and expand oneself it's important if i know if i know this is contracted i should also know this is expanded mm-hmm. so in situations like these if i'm giving both environment the child will feel safe to even express something that is happening inside mm-hmm. even if it's fear even if it's scared feeling the child will express because you have provided that safe environment to that yeah. child to expand the arms and not like okay you always have to sit like this so i'm metaphorically i'm talking about expansion metaphorically yeah. and contraction that's like more of i want to feel there mm-hmm. so that's what i'm talking nice. about i think you know be child with your child and probably don't consider your child i mean consider your child as a human being rather than your own you know <laughs> property i think that's also very important for all the parents out there i'm also learning that but anyways that's a lovely session i mean i you gave us so much of insightful on uh, our emotion quotient and so much of negligence which we which happened during you know our growing up periods uh, it's lovely is there something which you want to tell to our audience which you know maybe one thing which really is very helpful for them yes i would like to conclude that treat every experience as a resource in your body and that's how anna halpern used to talk about that every experience that you had in your life is a resource in your body so treat it as a resource than pushing it away maybe there is something the experience is talking about maybe there is something that experience is guiding you towards so intrusive negative thoughts which just comes out of nowhere how harmful is that and why do people get this when we talk about thoughts it's just i'm thinking about it mm. and it's coming again and again because i've been just thinking about it and the more attention i'm giving to my thoughts it will increase So remember the level I was talking about now yeah. this part is the mental body yeah the mental body creating that fuss the level and the intensity is increased because I'm focusing on that particular 
mental process mm -hmm. and whatever so, you put your energy on grows yeah <laughs> so like you said it will grow yeah. so how we can do it is shifting your mode of level mm. if we have to just talk in more general way that shifting your mode of level can be shifting to physical mm. so more of physical grounding is what i feel is very much important when we talk about repetitive negative thoughts correct and correct. it's challenging thoughts i would rather say challenging thoughts when it's not helping me when it's just pushing me down and the more down i'm going not in terms of that i'm able to touch the ground mm. still i'm feeling i'm not able to feel the ground Yeah, but Sophia, you know, just negative thoughts randomly bethe. Achi, chalo, you know, let's say I'm either bethe and I feel sad. What if I? What will I do? Agar earth koi ka gaya to, you know, what will I do? Or maybe agar earth koi ka gaya, so may, how would I handle? How would I take care of my kids? Or randomly, what if tomorrow I get up and you know, uh, <laughs> you know, the sun falls on me? Like you know, very very random negative thoughts, and we do have. Uh, you know these kinds of insecurities the subconscious insecurities which sometimes come up on the surface how how can one tackle those individually it might be depending on the experience they had since childhood maybe college mm. days or interaction with someone mm. uh, general way i would say that coming back to your five senses grounding yourself okay grounding okay. exercises okay. would help you to shift okay your attention from thoughts to your physical body okay and eventually yes you can also ex explore emotional body but right now since thoughts are at peak yeah. and i want to come to the present moment Okay. Yeah. So it's okay. more important that maybe I'll use my senses. Maybe I'll look around. Maybe I'll talk to someone mm -hmm. that I connect with. More of present moment talks would bring me back to the present. Okay. And if I am uh, consistent with these practices, the thoughts will very gently, slowly fade away. But yes, consistency matters. So you spoke about five senses. You know, one of the five senses. I don't know whether it is grounding exercise or not. That being in a present is that you feel your five senses. Like if you're lost, if you're worried, just uh, you know, calm down and see what what are you watching around. Their birds, their colors. What colors are they? And then you know, what is the flavor of which you're feeling in your mouth? How how's your skin feeling? What is the, the tactile feeling? Uh, yeah. You know, and likewise, that you are listening to the bird's voice. Basically, being present on all the five senses. So, what is grounding? Can you give our audience uh, some, that, or maybe you can give an example of any kind of grounding exercise which is easier to do for the people who are, you know, getting angry or anxious at any point. So when I talk about grounding grounding means coming to the present moment okay. coming to here and now right now okay and one of the practice that I do on daily basis is tapping okay so just like starting your tapping from head going back of your head going to your chest yeah. your arms your face gentle with your face under your eyes i'm just doing it very gently yeah, but it already yes. feels good to me <laughs> and then your stomach and yeah. then this Ah, and if any sound is coming up, just going along with the sound, ah, and then tapping your face, and then all the way down to your toes. Mm. So this is one of the ways that I use to come back to my senses. So 
you know, one is negative thought and there's other kind of emotion, which is anger, which a lot of people don't know how to handle. And anger But there is a level time You cannot be angry forever, just shouting and you know uh, being uh, making the whole atmosphere bad. So how does people manage agar uh bhot extreme gussa aata hai, right? parents breathe and count one to ten. Does that work or is there any other thing? Yes, that works for some people. I would say that many and plenty of exercises that we have and people do follow practice since ages yeah so the one you connect with just practice for me it's very important for my, like if i am working with someone or if i'm just talking to my mother and if she wants to talk to me about it then it's more like okay uh, just do it what connects with you mm-hmm call that okay that this is the thing I connect with or this is what I would like to do with so when when anger is there like I have noticed anger everywhere mm. even um, so I just like driving okay let's just talk about driving yeah okay? that's so, the main one that's the main so <laughs> driving and anger I feel they're interconnected mm-hmm. when I when I notice people around so I am following all the rules I'm going and then suddenly there is a person who is like he is cutting my way and I'm like, oh my God, what? Yeah. So now what I do is I try to bring more patience. I'm like, okay, let's let, let him go. Mm. He might want to go first. Let it, let it be. And I just, okay, I'll tell myself, Sophia, let's just stay there. Let's yeah. breathe. So yeah. I do and then I'm like, okay, let's go <laughs> with it. I try to notice that. Yeah. And because of uh, the way I am driving, it after when I get out of my car, I notice there is shifts. Mm-hmm. If I'm angry, I'm noticing that it's in my body. If I'm irritated, someone did this. I'm frustrated. It's like inside my body. Mm-hmm. And why I'm carrying inside my body? I'm harming myself. Mm-hmm. So anger is not harming you. It's harming me first. And then maybe if you're interconnected, if you're my very closest person, you will get affected. Mm-hmm. The family will get affected. But the first person who is affected is me. Yeah. So if I know it's affecting me, my health, and then also the energy is going around in my family, I would take some step towards it. Mm. And those steps would be depending on your connection. Tapping might help. Shaking, shaking your body, shaking, Mm. breathing might help. Walking might help. Pausing might help. So I created a very small, um, like a check-in for myself. Mm-hmm. So when I feel that, that there is this anger in me, so what happens is I feel it here in my chest. Mm-hmm. So when I feel it in my chest, I'll pause. Yeah. I'll pause. I'll take four deep breaths. I'll g- just distance myself from that situation for that particular time. And if I want to address that situation, I'll address it later. Yeah, now yeah. this practice, I'm still doing it. I'm yeah. still reminding myself. I'm still talking to myself to pause. And it's very important. Even if I'm a therapist, that doesn't mean we are human. Absolutely. We do Absolutely. experience emotion. Yeah. And each and every emotion is important. Even anger is important. It's okay to be angry. But in what ways I am getting that anger? 
let me use that anger use that energy so all the intense like anger you talk about frustration anger like angry or all the intense emotion you can sense it in your body you know they say that uh, maturity comes with age i mean of course i think and also you know when you i really like your concept when you said that okay just pause for a minute uh, for me it's a combination of both i mean my uh, the way i handle my emotion is of course you know why you know through all the learnings and through as as i grew older but also through uh, your concept uh, because i read a book which was emotional health or breaking the habit of being yourself i mean the the uh, something i think this is the book's name which said the exactly same thing just take a pause you know for before you take an action it can be anything you know just yeah. even if you want to make a, don't don't go very harsh and rushy towards anything or just mm-hmm. even if you want to reply somebody something just take a pause and then do that and interestingly that book also said that notice down note down your emotions and when these things arrive like what is the situation when they arrive for an example if you have been to you know any loss right and you go back to that situation again you your same feelings come back you know uh, you know or if you had kind of been any crisis or any bad situation if you if you go back to that situation that particular people or that uh, particular scenario the same emotions come back again so there are ways and means uh, to handle yourself in that particular situation you know the book also says that okay just be very brief about your emotion that when are they arriving how are you going to take action on those emotions what are you going to do differently and the interesting talk the book is also very interesting how breaking the habit of being yourself so no. you know it's a being ourselves what we would ke kis pe gussa aaya ya gaadi koi cross ke i'm also going to win i'm going to you know uh, leave them behind that's the spontaneous action that's what we do but breaking the habit of what we do to get more emotionally um, enlightened mentally enlightened is what uh, you gave us some insights of that that's that's lovely i love that yeah talking about books even zen the art of simple li- uh-huh. living japanese philosophy they talk about sense of simple living Yeah, yeah. If I am drinking coffee, the taste, the the senses involved, the cooking, okay, the happiness, the sense of being involved there, mm-hmm. cleaning the house is more like you're creating space in your mind, decluttering yourself. Yeah. yeah. So it's beautifully yeah different uh, exercises or practices that unfold your own way of being. Yes. and you know more importantly you know I, i'm sure when people listen to this podcast we will get into this mode okay let's just focus on ourselves let's focus on our emotion but the most important thing is to do it repetitively because you know aapne wo suna us samay aapko lagega theek hai like we listen to diet food then instantly hame lagta hai aaj to main yahi karungi but kitne lambe time tak aap kar sakte ho that's important and like you being a therapist practicing on your own on yourself since years together now now you know okay you're going to behave like this it is really important to keep doing it rather than just ki aaj main ye karungi aur kal main bhul jaungi aaj to chodo i'm going to fight to that person i think it's very very difficult to and do you that. can be gentle with yourself yeah okay today i don't have 10 minutes mm. to do the same ritual let me do it for 5 minutes mm. but if i'm doing it every single day i'm consistent now that's that makes different rather than oh i don't have 10 minutes i will not do it let mm. me just skip it 
So maybe five minutes will hold some space. Three minutes will hold some space. Even thinking about it intentionally holds some space. That's being disciplined. That should be a separate <laughs> podcast altogether. Well, thank you so much, everyone. I hope you got the maximum input out of it, of today's podcast. And if you have any question, you can write down uh, to us, email us, uh, or in fact, click on the link below and uh, find more resources on that. Thank you so much. Have a great day.